Welcome to our first episode of Dear Life. Um, Today's episode is Dear Life, Who Am I and Who Are You? We are so excited for this journey, and we cannot wait to share our nitty-gritty and hope that you will, in turn, someday share yours with us. My name is Datha. Um, I am a mom of three. I am a crazy dreamer. Um, I'm really good at seeing the potential in other people, and I'm crazy enough as well to think that you can do anything you want, and I am not a loner, so I love to do things in life with everybody else, and if you let me, I will drag you along, even if it's kicking and screaming, so... My name's Michelle. I'm a fiery redhead full of spunk and personality. I love people and I love to learn about who they are, where they've come from and what makes them who they are. Um, I take the, I am a definitely a take the bull by the horns kind of gal and you'd better either jump on with me or get out of my way because I'm going places. And I am Courtney. I'm also a fiery redhead and I am a mama and a wife, and I am a dreamer. And you could say that I love to start a lot of things and I get super excited about stuff, but I have a hard time finishing things. Um, and I love people. I get my energy from being around people and just loving on people and hanging out and having fun and laughing. Um, and I also am a chronic over apologizer. And I'm sorry about that. I I think that kind of runs in this family. <laughs> I, would, I would agree. <laughs> we are three perfectly imperfect cousins living, laughing, and loving the life together. Um, we started this podcast. We wanted to be here for the everyday woman, those who struggle with the minutia of day-to-day and that mundaneness, um, just to show you that we are not perfect but we can laugh at ourselves. We can love each other and hopefully um, give you guys a little bit of laugh, laughter and love in your life. So, um, so today's episode is like we said, we're going to get to know you. You're going to get to know us, we hope. So I'm going to start. Um, I guess I'm going to ask, we'll start with Court. What is one thing that most people don't know about you? Oh, gosh. That's a hard one. What would be something people don't know about me? Oh my gosh, you totally put me on the spot right now. And I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> well, you think about um, it. And how about you, Shell? <laughs> I would say um, I would say that for me, most people think that I am an extrovert and um, that I am outgoing and all of that good stuff. But honestly deep down, I am a total introvert and I really have to push myself every single day. Um, even moment to moment sometimes to put myself out there. Um, and a lot of times let's just be honest in situations like this, like I wouldn't be the type of person that's like, Hey, let's start a podcast or Hey, let's start a business or Hey, I have my sister, Daitha Hoffmeister to thank for that. She loves to push me <laughs> way far out of my bounds, uh, my comfort zone. So now once I get to know you, um, it's definitely a different relationship and I can be more of an extrovert and outgoing. But um, typically in most situations, I tend to be an introvert and most people don't know that. Um, 
that's actually one thing that a lot of people don't know about me as well. Um, and by the way, Michelle and I are sisters um, and Courtney is our cousin. Um, so that is the family relationship there between the three of us. Um, I as well am an introvert and that is what I naturally gravitate towards. I can be an extrovert and that's what a lot of people see in me. Um, but it is not so much because that's what I want to be. It's what I've had to be my whole life. So it's like classic, well, they call it your strengths become your weak or your weaknesses become your strengths. So yeah. I had to push myself to be that that way. But how about you, Court? Did you figure it out? Okay. <laughs> I think something that people would not know about me is that, and this may sound silly, but I have a lazy bone in my body. <laughs> and it, that may be something that a lot of people struggle with. But I find when I have like downtime, in my head, I have all these things I like want to do and want to be super productive. And I kind of tend to like give into that lazy side of me. So that might be something because I think people see me being like, because I do kind of like to do a lot of things. And so, I think but, but would you say that that's, now. would you say that's really like a lazy bone or is it more like, so for me, in situations like that, I tend to, um, I have like a lot of stuff planned out and then I, it's almost like I don't know where to start. And so I just shut down. Could be like you overwhelmed. I could see that. Yeah. It's like, I have this whole giant list of stuff to do. And then one of my goals is trying to prioritize that list of stuff, make it a little bit easier, which I always skip that step. You would think that by time, you know, by now I would have figured that if I did that part, maybe it would help my situation. This but family I don't know. is known for that. We are known for making the easy hard. Like, oh, I for mean, sure. We could in every situation. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, Courtney. I mean, maybe that is true that for yeah. you that you just have a lazy bone or I don't know. Maybe that is true. Maybe I see it as a lazy. It's probably, I probably view it as a lazy bone. And it's maybe not, maybe I have like super high expectations, but get overwhelmed and just shut down. That's probably the truth of it. Just trying to find a moment of grace there for you. (laughs) No, yeah, for sure. See, this is why I like talking to other people because like how I see things in my mind, sometimes people are like, what? No, like you need to look at it like this. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, let's just be honest. Like I look at in your situation, you're a stay at home mom you're running a business that's takes a lot of time and effort and you're bombing or not bombing it. You're doing great. <laughs> you're a bomb. Yeah. Don't you feel great now? <laughs> bombing no, it, man. You're, you're blowing you're it out of the bomb diggity. <laughs> you're the bomb diggity at it. And so, and, and not to mention, um, your husband works away, away from your home an hour away from your home every, you know, weeks at a time. So you, yeah, you gotta, you gotta give yourself a little bit of a grace, a little bit of grace. Yeah, I try. That's something I struggle with is giving myself grace, like looking at all of the circumstances and being like, okay, give yourself a second and give yourself some time to, and give yourself the grace, you know? Another so. flip side of that too, I think sometimes is we work when we do something, we work really hard and focus on it. At least I know I do. And I think you're a lot like me in this is I put so much energy into it 
and I will I will work like a crazy person for three and four days in a row and then I'm exhausted. So then yeah. it's like right. even though I have all this this entire list of other things that need done, sometimes I just have to like step back and say, You've got to rest. You well, gotta give my- yourself a break. And I think for for me and you, Data, especially, and Courtney, maybe this is true for you as well, but um, when if we're going to commit to something and do something, like it's 100%, 110%. Like, you know, we don't just do something. <laughs> we just like go all out. And so for sure, we, we wear ourselves out because it's, I mean, we don't believe in committing to something that you know, we're just going to give 50% to, right? It's all or nothing. And, yeah. and, you know, we don't set long-term goals, you know, like I say, let's start a podcast and we're doing it like two weeks later uh-huh. or yeah. less mm-hmm. than that. So, you yeah. know, go for it. We just go I, for it. I was going to say, if we gave thing. ourselves time to think about that, <laughs> yeah, we probably no, would have never done, no. it. <laughs> done it. I was going to say another thing. This question was very thought provoking. So thank you. But I was going to say, I don't think we take time to recognize how full our plates are either. And so that just kind of came to my mind. Like if you would stop and evaluate like everything you have going on and like you said, Michelle, prioritize things, you know, we might handle things differently or be able to say no more. Um, but I know me, I'm just like, Oh yes, I'll do that. Yeah, sure. I'll take care of that. And then you're like, Oh my gosh, my plate is like, overflowing. Yeah. Have a really I hard time so saying much no. going on. For sure. That's a separate that's, problem. That's another family <laughs> trait. You do Can't not say know no. how to say no. Yeah. 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 So, that's a okay. different situation. <laughs> we could talk all night on that. That's a, that's a different discussion for a different podcast. <laughs> Dear life. Dear life. How to say no. Yes. How do I say yes. no? How do I say no? <laughs> I think we hey, probably all could learn how to do that a little bit better. So for sure. So that was my question to you all. Um, any of you have any pressing questions on your minds or hearts tonight? So I want to ask that. What do you think that you are not good at? Is there something that you do not think that you're good at? Um. Oh. I I don't like questions like this, but you know my gut reaction for that is being a mom is I, it's one of those things that I just feel like I fell out over and over and over. Um, it's it's and not I'm an easy job. Home. No, you know I just think um, I don't know. You're dealing with the personalities of of other people and. I, <laughs> and having to learn, you know, to manage that. And um, it's a struggle. So that's what I feel like I'm probably not good at. You're trying to mother miniatures of yourself. And oh my gosh, <laughs> I think that's the problem is we see ourselves in them and we want to mm-hmm. manage that part of them because we know what our struggles were. And, and the funny part is, is they're not us. And they're not going to react the same way we did to whatever that struggle is. Definitely. Um, and you have to, I've, I've had to work really hard um, on not vocalizing what I would, what I internally say to myself when I see myself in them. Um, so I, I've had to work hard at that. Pray, 
pray a lot <laughs> and put it in the hands of Jesus. So I'm <laughs> well, a work in progress. Outs- aren't we all? From an outsider looking in, I think you do a pretty bomb diggity job <laughs> at being a mom. So <laughs> Thank you're you. raising some really good human beings. So give yourself a little bit of props. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. It's it's probably one of the toughest jobs I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> like, and then you add on a second kid and a third kid, and you're like. Oh, you know, the same goes for like just nieces and nephews and all those kids in your life. It's like, it's just watching them like we, Michelle and I, and you know, we have two nephews who are in college and just watching them and watching them struggle with the choices and decisions that you make in life and just wanting to say, no way, don't do that, you know, and it's, it's hard. It's like gut, gut wrenching, you know, it's like, and, and I told, I think Michelle and I just had this conversation the other day. And I said, I told Michelle, I said, the problem is you have to realize that even at the, at that age, me at that age, Michelle at that age, any of us at that age, we were, we wanted to experience life. We wanted to make our own choices and decisions, you know, and whether it was right or wrong, that's what helped us learn and grow. Um, but as the older you get, man, you you can well, and you I just think look at it and you want to save them from the heartache. Right. Yeah. Like you see him going down this path of I've been there, done that, and I know how that turns out and it's never good. And you want to try to save them from that. But unfortunately, or fortunately, we all have to live and learn. And that's, that's where it makes us we just we have are. to. Well, right. And that's where we have to, as, um, you know, the people that surround them and support them, just love them in those moments, you know, love them where they're at and pray for them and love them. I think those are the most important things. You think that's probably how all of our parents and aunts and uncles felt watching all of us try to become adults, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to find their way to adulthood. It's, it's no fun. Got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. <laughs> <Keep your mouth laughs> set. Like Jesus. Put a Shout out to Kenny Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> and then I moved, I moved from do. Kenny Rogers to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, Kenny Rogers probably loves Jesus. We're good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. So I what about you, Courtney? So off topic there. Uh, squirrel, right? Runs in, that's another thing that runs in the family. Rabbit trails. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, one thing that I um, am not good at is letting go of control. Um, I am, I'm good at delegating, but I'm also good at um, I want to get in there and do the job for them too. Or just in any situation, you know, times where I've prayed and asked God to like take something over from me and then I can't let go of that control. It's really hard. But again, it's knowing that about myself. And like you said earlier, we're a work in progress. So I'm very self-aware about those things that I'm not good at. And that's one that's real high on my list that I work on every single day. Yeah, what's the saying? Um, 
we talk about the He's first still working step. On me. Well, that song too. The yeah. first step in in anything is knowing what your problem or issue is. You have to realize That's right. it because if you if you don't realize it, you can't work on it. So I That's totally, exactly right. Totally yep. get it. All right. Room, desk, or car? Those are your three options. Which one do you clean first? Oh my, I don't know. Room. This goes back to prioritizing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you have that whole big list of things that you've got to do and you're not sure where to start, which one do you put to the top of the list? um, For me, it would be all three at once because... Superwoman? Because you're superwoman? <laughs> no, because I get so distracted. Like I, I squirrel clean. You know, I, I just move stuff from one room to the next, or and then I get stuck in there doing something. Like my whole house is next. My house, my whole house is either cleaned in one day or it's never never done. It's like half done. <laughs> what so about this you? Is, this is usually how I go. This is and this is so true. Brandon will totally tell on me and agree that this is true. I would start in the car because whatever's in the car is going to end up in the kitchen, right? Just natural. Cause it's connected well, to the garage, right? Exactly. Cause you connected walk to the garage. Your garage. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like that song, the ankle bones connected to the knee bone, the knee bones connected. You're right. So <laughs> then, then I get to my kitchen and I'm like, Holy cow, I have to clean all of this and my kitchen too. So then it just progresses. So like it goes from the kitchen to the dining room because then the table ca- is, it becomes a catch-all. <laughs> and then it goes from my kitchen to my desk, which is in the living room, and then my desk to upstairs. So it's a prog- it's pro- it's a progressive thing. It's like progressive dinner, progressive cleaning, you know. Progressive cleaning. <laughs> 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 That's what I'm gonna do. Dear life. How do I progressive clean (laughs) or how to progressive clean? There we go. Yeah. How about you, Court? Okay. So I would probably clean my desk first and I clean my desk more than I clean my car or my room. (laughs) (laughs) Is that because that's where you spend the most time? Yes. But I think it's because it's the easiest to clean because it's a smaller space and I can kind of like organize things quicker and easier maybe. (laughs) And I feel like the car and the room are daunting. And so having the clean desk makes quick and easy. Yeah. Kind of like the the debt snowball only it's the clean snowball, cleaning snowball. Progressive cleaning. You start with the smallest and feel like you've really accomplished something. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Too funny. So Courtney, back to the original question that you were asking is what is something that you're not very good at? I answered that. Yes. Yes. Something that I'm not very good at. Probably. And I mentioned this earlier, finishing things. I will start 500 things and it doesn't matter if it's an audiobook, if it's a book, if it's business ideas, if it <laughs> if it's diets, if it's all the things. 
I am great at getting so excited and researching and starting them. And then somewhere around like day three, I don't know what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a hard time. And so I had my, that's why I was saying earlier about talking to other people because other people see things differently, but they also see things in you that you don't always identify And so that's something my friend pointed out to me the other day. She was like, you are so great at starting things. She goes, like, and she was talking about both of us because we're a lot alike. She's like, but we're both really bad at, like, following through and finishing things. And I was like, that is so true. (laughs) Do you think that also goes back to, you know, just being overwhelmed with the amount of things that we put on our plates? I I totally do. I totally do. Kind of like the lazy bone thing. I don't think it's really a lazy bone. I think it's just you're so overwhelmed with all of the things that we put on our own plates that it's hard to know where to start. And then something has to, you have to, in the end, you sacrifice something, right? So I don't right. know. Yeah, sacrifice that's one thing. Least important thing. Least important you to you. Yeah. Because right. you can't, I mean, there are certain things that you just can't stop doing. I mean, you can't stop feeding your animals or, or feeding your kids or going to work every day or, <laughs> you know, going to church because we all have our jobs to do there, whatever it may be, you know? So you, you have to sacrifice the dreams, Courtney, everything you mentioned that you're great at starting and not finishing. It sounds like is for you. Yeah. Your personal. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause I mean, I don't have kids, but I, you know, we have, we have three animals and like Data said, I have, um, four nephews and a niece and when they are around and of course with my animals, they you, always, you, you might have to qualify that because one nephew is going to get highly offended. You have five nephews. And a niece. Oh, I do. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> she can't even keep up with them. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So anyway, I, Thanks for calling me out on that one. Um, But when they are around, you know, everything that I do is usually for them. Yeah. Yep. You know, their priority. I think that's just doesn't even matter. We always put other people in our life as priority over ourselves. Oh, I agree. I think think most women do. Um, Now, is it the smart thing to do? I don't know. I mean, now, yesterday... I took a two and a half hour bath. So I think I pretty much prioritized myself above everything yesterday. So kudos right, to me. But right? how often do you do that? Right. I kudos. I don't. I was like, I can't. I said, oh, gosh, I was in there like an hour and a half. And everybody's like, uh, no, look at the clock. <laughs> Did like, you feel guilty? Um, no, actually, yesterday I did not because... It was one of those times like it, it, no one was asking, no one was calling for me. Nobody's like, I need this. I need this. I fed the kids awesome. before I decided to go take a bath. So they, they were not hungry and they were playing a game and it was nice. It was really, really nice. Yes. It never happens. So well, not to make you to all say, jealous. It's probably, you're probably not going to get too used to that. I, I imagine. Right. Yes. So, 
All right, on to the next question. What sound or noise do you love? Do I love? Oh. Yeah. We're all about loving and liking tonight. I'm, I'm liking this. Probably to sit outside, um, preferably, it doesn't really matter, but like in the quiet of the morning and to just hear like the world waking up. So like just kind of the quiet movements of the wind and the birds, the birds singing. And that probably has to be my absolute favorite thing to just sit in the quiet and just like try to hear what you can hear. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you, Data? Um, For me, it's rain. I love the sound of rain. There's something peaceful. And I don't mean like thunderstorm thunder rolling type of rain. I just mean like that, you know, that steady rain. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say either that I actually enjoy the, the the sound of a thunderstorm. Um, just with like a little bit of thunder, not if we're headed to like, you know, tornado weather, that's fun. but, (laughs) but I like the sound of thunder, but I also like the sound of, um, a campfire. Like the oh, cracking yeah. of a campfire. Oh yeah. So can oh we, yeah. Can we have more than one? <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah, oh, sure. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Or the sound of a fan at night. Like oh, I can't. Yes. So Brandon and I went out of town this weekend. Our fourteenth um, year wedding anniversary is this Tuesday. So we went out of town to um, just like a night away, just to celebrate. And. <sighs> We stayed at this really nice hotel in downtown Indy um, and we forgot to pack a fan. And of course they didn't have one and it was very rough. restless night. I was going to say that. Yes. Be Cause I'm so, yeah, I'm so trained to that sound and like the wall. Yeah. And I mean, I could hear everything. So That's that was so a struggle. Funny. We did anniversary, by the way. Yes. Thank you. 14 years. Thank you. It's awesome. Um, we Listen, didn't grow up. I have... with... Oh, go ahead, Chuck. No. No, no, no. We didn't. You're right. We never grew up with fans, but uh-uh. when I married John, my husband works third shift. And so he always slept with a fan to drown out the noise of the day. And so now that's everyone in my family has a fan. <laughs> Data, in fact, I think... I remember listening to music when we would we go did. to sleep. We, we did. used to listen to like CC Winans or Whitney Houston or some yep. like good Mariah Carey. Like I'm not talking about the current Mariah Carey music, but like the old school <laughs> Mariah Carey. <laughs> Obviously. Or or back but, to Kitty Rogers and Dolly. <laughs> yeah. Islands in the stream. Our favorite song. Anyway, ever. so I used to, we used to sleep to music. And that was one thing when Brandon and I got married, he's like, wait, wait, what, what are you doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> oh, oh, why are you turning the radio on? <laughs> this isn't, <laughs> isn't going to work. And they're like, what? why not? This is oh, what I do. No, 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 no. <laughs> so then we had to like compromise, meet in the middle. He was used to sleeping without any kind of noise, radio or fan. So we tried the fan thing and it worked for both of us. So now for 14 years, that's what we've been doing. So. Yep. 
you can't ever go back either. Like, do not try. We don't travel without fan. We don't, you know, it's just. Oh, well, so we ran into this. We ran into this um, for our 10 year anniversary. We went to Colorado Springs and we drove, we did a road trip and we get out there. And again, we go to this nice hotel and they, we didn't bring a fan. And of course they didn't have one. And I'm like, babe, we're going to be here for an entire week. Like last night, of course, you know, downtown Indy, we're not going to just go out and get a fan. Right. So I suffered through, but like, we're there for an entire week. Right. So it's October. Can't find a fan anywhere. You're in Colorado, October, no fans. <laughs> so, Oh my gosh. It was rough. That was rough too. Well, and we ended up actually finding one. But it was like not the loud like box fan noise, and it was just pointless. Anyway, we suffered through. Oh well, that's really funny. I'm gonna say we use a fan for a different reason. Like Darren has to sleep with a fan because he's so hot blooded that like he can't sleep if he doesn't have the fan on high. So it's not like a noise thing for us. It's a temperature, temperature. thing. I, I bet it will be a noise thing now though. If you try, yeah, to- if you try to turn it off. No, I, I can sleep without it. Like it doesn't. Oh my. Yeah. I, see, I don't know if y'all have this gene, but the Benninghoff gene that I got, my head hits the pillow and I'm asleep. Like I'm dead. Well, gone. my, my <laughs> used to be that way. I was getting well, the, the age thing. Just wait. I don't know. I, I feel like the age thing. thing that never goes away, Courtney, but. I'm the same. Me too, I used but... to be that way. And I now I just can't. I have a hard time. Now I'm like, sleep. where's Stay. the melatonin? <laughs> <laughs> Dear life. Sleep as melatonin. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, too yeah, funny. Thank God for essential oils and diffusers and lavender and all the things. <laughs> but, right. Oh, that's too funny. So like so does it side does it that- freeze you out, Courtney? Sorry. No, I just no, I just stay covered up. Um I Got don't it. mind it being cold in the room because I like to sleep like bundled up. So I was gonna say me. I'd rather it be cold. If if I'm hot for it doesn't matter if I've got the loud fan noise or not, it's miserable. Oh yeah, I can't sleep hot. Okay, so flip right, side Gaga, of that sorry. question. No. Um what is the worst sound ever, in your opinion? Um, I'll start. That would be somebody chomping chips right in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me you, want to do not you, nice things. You, do you mean you nice don't things. love that? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, you want to get my blood just boiling? I don't know what it is, but I like, whew. Do not like that. <laughs> That's funny. That is. What about you, Shell? Um, I would definitely have to say like the classic like fingers on the chalk nails on the chalkboard. Like I think that's a pretty common one. Um, I mean, geez, I could start listing a bunch of different things that I dislike, but um, oh. that's a big one for me. I think probably the worst for me. Do you guys remember? Like, do you remember this the scene in um, oh Goldie or not Goldie? Um, 
Oh my gosh. How did I just forget this movie? <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> now I'm going to have to look it up. Okay. Go ahead, Dathan, and then I'll remind you. No. Okay. I was just going to say, probably for me, there are two things that come to mind, but, and I don't, in different ways, the word, like horrible waking up in the middle of the night to somebody grinding their teeth. is just, it's like, it's awful, awful. But I don't know that I've ever been up to that. <laughs> oh, so my youngest loves to come. He starts out in his own bed, but sometime in the middle of the night, he gravitates to ours. And I have woken up so many times to him grinding his teeth. And it's like, oh, how do you sleep? Um, and my husband used to grind his sleep before, or John used to grind his feet, sleep before he got the CPAP and thank God for CPAPs. I'm telling you, if you have a husband who snores or just is, snores like a freight train or has any of that kind of issue, make, I made a resolution with John at the beginning of this year and he promised he would get his sleep study done. And our lives have been just like so much better. Life <laughs> is just happy and um it's wonderful so wives awesome. whose husbands uh, have trouble sleeping they need they need to go get the sleep study done because it's life-changing <laughs> it'll be life-changing for you now the first month I was like because I was so used to like waking up and hitting him to make him start breathing again or whatever that I thought oh he's gonna get the sleep app or the CPAP and I'm gonna be able to sleep it took me a good month to get used to it because I was so used to like trying to wake him up. But that's hilarious. It's been nice since then. So I'll take it. <laughs> but the I'm other thing that he finally did that. Uh, um, I have a funny story. I have yes. a funny story about that. Oh, yes. So this was when uh, John and Datha and I and Brandon, um, and it was just Callie. She was what, two? Yeah. We took our very first trip to South Carolina and we had a really nice trip. We enjoyed our time together. And on the way back, we decided to stop in Knoxville, Tennessee for the night just to kind of break up the monotonous of the trip, right? Home. So we stop and we get a room and we decide we're just going to share a hotel room. It's not a big deal. It's for one night, right? And we were kind of being cheap too, but whatever. That's a different story. <laughs> kind so, <of> cheap. <laughs> so we get settled in our hotel room and we turn the lights out and we get, you know, we're tossing and turning, kind of getting comfortable. And all of a sudden we hear this, what sounded like the equivalent to a freight train going through our hotel room. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I wish we were on video right now just so you could see my facial expression, but Brandon and I literally both <laughs> sit up in bed and look at each other like, what in the actual heck is happening right now? And unfortunately, John had fallen asleep before our heads even on the pillow. And holy cow, he was sawing like massive logs and it didn't, we, Brandon and I literally laid awake the entire night, just staring at each other. He <laughs> was so loud. So that was like, my I've never life in prior. my entire life heard anybody snore like that ever. <laughs> like I refer to my life in prior to CPAP, post CPAP. 
(laughs) (laughs) Seriously. So that was my life. Like before, if I did not get to sleep before him, you might as well just give up going to sleep for the night. I can't imagine why. I wish you would have warned us of that. (laughs) Go to bed now. (laughs) Go to to bed now. It's coming. (laughs) It sounded like a tornado was coming through our hotel room. It was, it was not fun. See, growing up, my that was my dad. If we'd stay in a hotel room, I'd wake up to like him, same thing. It was so bad. Oh, yeah, that's that's pretty miserable. In today's day and age, there is no reason or excuse for that. And, and right. honestly, there is a lot of bad health. Um, health, I don't know, what is that? What's the word I'm looking for? I mean, it's really bad for your health to There's, sleep like that. Yeah. I mean, you well, can I mean, have heart let's talk attacks, about the f- you could stop breathing and, and just pass away. Well, I was away. getting ready to say, let's talk about the fact that he did stop breathing a lot of times. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's so, so scary. Oh, yeah. It is and was. But thank you, Jesus. <laughs> we are we are all in the right now. Okay. We just totally talked about CPAPs for like 15 minutes. Um, but- so while you were talking <laughs> about CPAPs, it hit me, though, back to the question of, the worst sound, the worst sound that you despise. And I talked about the nails on the chalkboard. So Whoopi Goldberg and sister act when she's first walks in, like the first time she walks into the classroom and she's trying to get their attention and they won't listen to her. And she takes her long fingernails and just scrapes them down the chalkboard. Oh, Oh yes. That's awful. Do you remember that scene? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that movie. Anyway. I just love It's a that classic. Movie. Well, you know, not so much, maybe for you and me, but um, kids nowadays don't find it so cool. I thought Callie would love it, and mom is not cool because she was like, what <laughs> is this? <laughs> I've tried twice to watch something with her that I thought was just amazing. Like, do you guys remember Anne of Green Gables? Did you guys watch those? Yes. Oh, like, I so wanted her to love that. And she did not like Sister Act. She thought it was nuts. And she was not into Anne of Green Gables. So I love Anne of Green Gables. It's sad. Although, is there a movie, Anne of Green Gables? I just remember reading the book. There's a, like, series of them. Okay. Well, see, I didn't even know that. Hey, Dave, have you tried Sister Act 2? No. She told. oh, you should have seen the look. I got like, <laughs> I was like, she's like, what is this? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I watched Sister Act 2 with Maisalyn and she thought it was, she enjoyed it because she's very cool. musical. Oh, so so she did enjoy the second one. <laughs> well, maybe we need to retry. How about I do that and I'll let you guys know how it goes. Yeah. Let us know how I it mean, goes. How can you compare to The Greatest Showman? That's what she's oh, thinking in her yeah, mind. You know, that's the music right. ball, right? Yeah. So like, my girls can, my girls can sing that soundtrack like by heart. So I can sing that soundtrack by heart. Like, you, I, like hey, the, I have a question. I have a question. How many times did you see that movie in the theater? Maybe four. Okay. I saw it five. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I kept dragging. It Brandon was right. Back. 
It was so right good. when Darren came out to Midland to start working and I was still, I was finishing up my job. So I was in Houston by myself because he had taken the girls with him. Uh-huh. And so I was in Houston by myself for like three weeks, right when that movie came out. And so me and my girlfriends just kept going, <laughs> going to sing it, is- see it. And then they had a sing along. So we had to go to the sing along at the movie of theater. Of course. You know? So funny. Yeah, I enjoy listening to the soundtrack every once in a while. And a lot of times my employee, fellow employees don't enjoy it as much as I do. This week, it's been on in our car a lot. The girls, for some reason, have been wanting to listen to it again, just like randomly. This leads me to something. What is your favorite movie soundtrack ever? Like, and maybe we should do from our growing up years and like now, because I have a couple. Like, I can't choose between them. My most favorite soundtrack is from The Holiday. I don't think that's a good one. White Christmas is a good one, too. But I would have to say Dirty Dancing. That's like a no-brainer. good one. No, I'll tell you. That's a good one. I think one that has really taken over for me, like maybe a more recent movie, is A Star is Born. Amazing. Okay, don't judge me, but I have not seen that movie. <gasps> what? Oh, guys. Yes, I think Courtney. we need to do a Zoom call with that movie. <laughs> the soundtrack. It's amazing. But, but you could listen to the soundtrack without. I mean, so I've heard a couple of the songs, but I don't know if, I don't know what was going on when that movie came out. I'd like, I've seen all the hype about it, but you know what I think it was? I was at the end of my pregnancy. And the end of my pregnancy, I was pretty much a zombie and had no like emotion or excitement for anything. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was just kind of like, oh, cool. Maybe I'll see it one day. Yeah. Like I just was. Well, I will say that it's, about it. it's really, really good, but make Super sure you're prepared sad, because you're going to yeah. like ball your eyes out. Yeah. That's what so I hear. And that's probably why I wasn't really in a state to watch it. <laughs> Yeah, it might have been good for you to release all the emotion, but oh, because trust me, girl, Dathan and I watched it for the first time in a movie theater in San Francisco with mom and Aunt Kathy. And I mean, I'm doing the full on, like, (gasps) you know, bawling. Like, people are looking at me like I've lost my mind, but it was so sad. Oh, I couldn't, yeah. No, I've got to watch it. So, like, yeah, do it in do it in the privacy of your own home because you're going to look real cute. The Greatest Showman is a good one as well, but like from back in my day and age, um, Top Gun. Top Gun is such a great soundtrack. See, I thought you were going to say Preacher's Wife. No, that's that was a good one. But like growing up, Preacher's Wife was more like probably when I was in my. 20s maybe is when that one came out i don't know i just there's some good ones out there so leading to that um courtney where can they find us like where can those who are listening y'all can find us right now we will be expanding very soon but right now you can check us out on instagram at the dear life girls.com and then we will also have a website coming very soon. Um, so make sure you go check us out and follow us and talk to us on there so we can get to know you and talk back. Yeah. And Um, in honor of this episode, um, 
because we're, we're trying, who are we and who are you? Why don't you guys share with us um, your favorite movie soundtrack of all times? Um, or you could share with us, what was it, the worst sound ever? So just share something fun with us. We would love to know yeah, about it. Any of the any of the questions that we asked each other in this podcast, feel free to share and answer them all, even if you wanted to. Yep. So I think that's the beautiful thing about technology these days is that we can have friends all over. And the beauty of the fact that we are all three sitting in a completely different location, being able to talk and have this conversation. I love it. And I'm so excited about the future of it and the future conversations we're going to have. And guests someday and all that fun stuff. Yes. Yes. Exciting future. The future is exciting. Yes. Yes, it is. So until next time, dear life, we want to leave you with this wonderful um, quote from the amazing Lisa Wingate. Um, If you have not read any of her books, go check her out. She's amazing. But this particular quote is from her book, The Story Keeper. And in this, um, she says, a woman must be confident. When the negative comes against her, she must beat, B-E-A-T, be, expand, arise, triumph, be all that she was designed to be, expand her vision of what is possible, arise from every challenge stronger than before, triumph over her own insecurities. You, Michelle, you, Courtney, you, Data, you, everyday woman, have greatness in you if you want it. So until next time. Go out, find your greatness, want it, accept it, and take it. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you all the next Next time. time.